This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company, Cormorant, by Hill Cook and Sarah Hutchings. Mayday, Mayday. Where the hell are you going? I must return to my cabin. I need my things. For God's sake, it's full of water down there. Grab hold of something, anything. Get out of the way. It's about to go. She's breaking up. Miss, let me help you. Uh, give me your hat. Oh. Hi. <laughs> no point in bothering with her. She's dead. So's her sister. You want to help someone? Give me a hand out of the water. My legs mashed up pretty bad. My God. Come on, man, help me. Then look away if it bothers you so much. Oh, thanks. Her name's McKinney, by the way. John. My name's John. I thought the twins looked... Like two peas in a pod. No. <laughs> they looked alive. Aye, because their eyes are open. Well, they're dead, John. Take it from me. They had the cabin next to mine. Looks like they're following you around. Mr. McKinney. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. It's the sea. It's warped my sense of humour. But you've got to have a laugh. <laughs> Not at a time like this. I at a time like this. We got lucky, pal. I lost everything I own on that ship. Listen to me. In 20 years, I've sailed through some god-awful storms. I've seen waves tall as forests and winds that ripped through sails like they were bits of paper. But last night, that was the very worst. So I were lucky. Lucky to be alive. Let me lie down. I'll agony. You shouldn't have moved me. We need water. 
I couldn't leave you on the beach with only the twins for company. I see your point. Oh, God, I feel so cold. Can you light a fire? Then see what you can find to eat. You've been ages. What did you get? Uh, Nothing. I can't go down to the beach. What about over the other side? It's a sheer drop. And there's a cliff covered in seabirds, but... Cormorants! I've seen them flying over. I thought about the eggs, but you can't reach them. It's too far down. Never mind eggs. Catch us a bird. Do you think you can manage that? I'll try. Any luck? I'll take that as a no, then. What's that you're chewing on? Bark. (laughs) No side effects yet, though it is rather bitter. Uh, You're not expecting me to eat that, are you, John? Just try it, McKinney. Uh, Don't think about the taste. Describe your favourite food as you chew. Go on. Okay. Mmm. Yeah. I'm biting into prime Angus steak. (laughs) So soft it melts in your mouth. Mm. Oh, that's disgusting. No, I cannot do it. That's revolting. Come on, McKinney. You've got to eat something. Damn right I have. So stop playing silly buggers and just catch us a frigging bird. This is life or death, John. Now get on with it. What's wrong with you, man? Stay where you are. Don't move. Oh, hell! I was definitely closer that time. Maybe they're getting used to me. I've got to do this. No, not like that. You're gouging great chunks out of it. You're trying to make a catapult here, man. No bloody pair of tweezers. I realise we'd fare better if you weren't injured, McKinney, but I'm doing my best. Oh, I know. I just wish I could do it for you. What would you call this? Huh? Whittling? It's not my strong suit, I'm afraid. Not much call for it in my line of work. Is that right? Uh, I was sailing back to England after my employer passed away. I'd been a gentleman's secretary for many years. That explains a lot. I can't do it. We're going to starve. Ah, come on, John, calm down. How about an incentive? I'll give you 20 quid if you succeed. And if I don't? Well, in theory, you'll owe me 20. Uh, well, let's face it, John. If you don't catch one, we're both dead anyway. Ah, oh, come on, man. You'll do it. I have every faith in you. Get that bloody catapult finished and we'll be laughing. I think. 
No, but I was nearer. I think I'll hit one next time. Oh, next time? I might be dead by then. Try again, you've just got to aim straight. Okay. One more time. Three hours I've been here. Three hours! I'll never do it. He'll die if he doesn't eat, and it will be my fault. Don't worry, McKinney. I know what I have to do. Aye, not only a good shot, but a good cook too. I must admit, I never thought you'd do it. When you told me you were a secretary, my heart hit my boots. I mean, what kind of job is that for a man? Mmm, this is bloody marvellous. All we need now is some women and we'll be laughing. <laughs> I thought we were definitely going to starve on this godforsaken rock. It wasn't a fluke, was it? You will be able to catch another one. I... Uh... I think I've got the hang of it now. And John, I don't think I didn't notice. What? You giving me the lion's share. I'm grateful, but you've got to keep your own strength up. Next cormorant you catch, it's yet. You need to put some more wood on that fire. Now that's better. I wish you'd let me help you, John. I feel a proper punt sitting here being weighted on hand and foot. Couldn't I at least pluck the birds? Or do the chopping? I'm a good chopper. It's best if you leave things to me, McKinney. I've got into a routine now. Concentrate on getting better. A small request, then. Is it possible you could uh, vary the size of the pieces? You cut the meat up so small. When I caught the first cormorant, you were really grateful. Now you're criticising everything I do. Hey, if you're going to start coming on like the wronged wife, Bowl, you and I are in danger of falling out. Oh, where are you going? Look, your leg's not strong enough. So far, I've managed to escape the shackles of wedlock, John. And I'll no dance to that tune now. Come and find me when it's time to eat. I'm sorry about before. I wondered if you'd come back and help me with the fire. Uh, you don't need to humour me, John. You're doing a fine job as you are. I'm just used to doing for myself. I've been on my own a long time. There's never been a Mrs. McKinney? Uh, not unless you count my one-day marriage. How is that possible? In Morocco. Everything is possible, John. You've never been there. This was only my second time on a ship. And your last, I reckon, eh? <laughs> Poor old John. <laughs> ah, look at that sea. Like a bloody millpond the day. Uh, Mr McKinney, what's your eyesight like? No bad, John. Why do you ask? Mine's a little weak, but I think I can see... I don't want to get anyone's hopes up, but... You know what? You can see just fine. 
It's a bloody miracle. <laughs> Ship ahoy! Ship ahoy! <laughs> John. Ship ahoy! <laughs> Well, John, we made it. Mind your backs. Oh, watch yourself, mate. You nearly knocked my friend over. We'll get out of the bleeding way, then. Now, come back here and say that. No, I thought not. You're almost, pal. You okay, John? I'm fine. Really. Can't have you knocked down for the first time you set foot on dry land. It feels like it's moving. Aye, it will. You need to get your land legs back. Now I'll buy you a pie. Well, sorry, I, I really ought to be going. Please, John, wait. I know I'm a plain speaker and sometimes, well, they uh, you found me a bit rough around the edges. But I want you to know, I'll never forget you saved my life. Oh, for God's sake. I didn't want to start greeting like a waiter. <laughs> Really, McKinney? There's no need. It was nothing. My God, you're a modest man, John. There's one thing I can do to show my appreciation. Yeah, take it. I don't... I don't want it. A bet's a bet, man. I won't take no for an answer. Come on, twenty quid. You caught those birds. It's your due. All right. Thank you. I think it's best if I go now. You're feeling that rough, eh? Okay. I'll walk you out. John! John! I can't keep up with this leg. John! John! Shades on my face, looking cool just in case. Cowboy hat, cowboy boots, I got spurs on my feet, ready to roll down your street. Yeah. Alright, Mrs. P, I'm composing. I've told you, I'm writing a song. She does it on purpose. And I just thought of a great line. Come on, man, stay with it. It was genius. Think. Nah, it's gone. This room's starting to spook me. Come on, man, keep it together. How long have I been in here? Could be days. I need some fresh air. Now, come on, Crow. You're all right. You don't look so bad. Not that I trust this mirror. Could be two-way. I know what I'm talking about, even if no one else does. I need to make an entry in the log. Two, one, two. <clears throat> Crow's log. Date unknown. Some weird stuff's been occurring. Paskins has interrupted a potentially groundbreaking songwriting session. That's the third time this week. What's her game? And that's not all.
Mrs. Paskins, I've come about the room. That's the kitchen and there's a bathroom. Keep it tidy. Very green and steamy. I can ignore other people's belongings, but someone's dropped talc on the floor. Now, as I said, we're not the Ritz. But that's reflected in the price. This is your room. Please respect the other tenants regarding noise, cooking smells and the like. Herrings, for instance. They have a lingering odour, I find. I assure you, I won't be cooking any fish. (laughs) Is the room next door occupied? There's a Mr Crow. If it gets noisy, I'll have a word. Noisy? I don't know that I can deal with the... I said, if. And it's not as though you've got much choice, is it? Not at these prices. See? There's not a peep out of him now, is there? No. Well then, I've shown you the bathroom. You've got your two bar fire over there and the meter takes 50 p's. All right? I'll leave you to get settled in. Rinse you next Friday. She's right. It's very quiet. The configuration in my last room was very different. I, uh, The bed was nearer the window. If I... No, 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 but maybe different is good. I'll leave it as it is. Okay, I'll put my bucket and umbrella near the door. I can hang my raincoat here. Very handy. Uh, My teacup. Uh, Won't be going in the kitchen in this house. Shan't make that mistake again. So... That's her game. She's given someone the room next door. No manners, that woman. No introductions, no nothing. She's open, I'll keep quiet. Hang on a minute. Where, where's my notebook? Where's me pen? I think I've remembered that line. Yeah, I, I've got it. I was hoping to get her in the sack. That's it, man. You're good. You're bloody good. Now, come on. How were you dressed? I was all dressed in black. Yeah. And what about her? She was all dressed up in black. I like it. This is good. I was looking handsome. And she... She was looking like an erotic vulture. I'm a genius. A bloody genius. Oh, no, no, My teacup. Oh, please, make it stop. Mrs. Paskins. Uh, Mrs. Paskins! Postscript to today's log. New occupant has been shown into room next door. Arrival time, 11.56. At 12.01, my lyrics turn up on someone else's album. Coincidence? I don't think so. As usual, I will be keeping a close surveillance on said occupant and noting down any irregularities. I won't be caught out again. Sounds as though my neighbour's out. At least I hope so. 
I should get some sleep whilst it's quiet. I thought you'd get some shut-eye, eh? Oh, that's just fine. Hope you don't mind us keeping you company. Go back. We've come to see how you're getting on within your new pad. Just me and the girls. But they're dead. You never seem quite sure who's dead and who isn't. If I remember rightly. We like your new room. Much nicer than the last three, don't you agree, McKinney? Aye, girls, it's no bad. What's for tea, John? Nice kipper, maybe. No, the landlady wouldn't like it. What's it gonna be, John? What'll you be serving up this time? It's begun again. Where are my things? Keep calm. Place the bucket in the centre of the room. Where's the centre? Can I do it by eye? I think I can. Bad dream, exorcism number 732. I'm quite well, except for the bad dreams. I am my own surgeon, my own doctor, disinfecting my nights with fire and water. One, two. The new bloke's up to something. Wait, I think he's going out into the hall. I'll sign off for a minute. All right, mate. Just emptying your bucket or using the loo and all. I notice you don't carry bog roll. Paskins don't provide it. You can have a loan of mine if you like. I'm fine, thank you. Never leave your bog roll in there, cos someone will nick it. Not nice, I know, but that's what happens. I take mine with me when I go for a wee or a wash or a... I'm a very private person, Mr Crow. Yeah, and, and I am. By the way, what have you been doing in your room? I really have to go. Now. Good night. Touched the nerve there. I've just met the new occupant. He's all jangly and nervous. Plus, he wouldn't look me in the eye, and that means something. He had an old steel bucket with stuff floating in it, toys and what looked like half a cream cracker. What's that all about? How did he know my name? I'll get to the bottom of it. He won't outsmart the crow. My avoidance of Mr Crow next door seems to be working. We met once in my first week, but since then my evasion has become more skillful. I wish the same could be said about the noise. Let's hope these new earplugs do the trick. I need to get some sleep. Do you think you can hear us with those earplugs in? Oh, aye. Can hear us loud and clear. It's just that, well, we were wondering, how do you catch a cormorant? It's not easy. Not at all. Did he use a bow and arrow? Did he use a net? Did he trap it in a snare? Did his feet get wet? I don't know how he did it. He caught those wily birds. He must have known a magic trick. Or known some magic words. 
Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Very vivid. I need to deal with this right now. Can't wait till morning. Bad dream exorcism number 799. I'd better keep it down. I have to be careful. An eye at the keyhole, an ear to the wall, nosy faces prying at my business. To begin, this shortbread represents McKinney. These dollies represent the twins. I have cast this dream upon the water. I will not have these bad dreams again. I will not remember these bad dreams. Gotcha! Please, no! Sorry, mate, I was just having a laugh. Don't you like having your photo taken? No. I think I'm getting to know you. You're a little bit on the shy side, aren't you? How do you feel about being behind the camera? I don't know. I've never... Then let's give it a go. How do you want me? Stetson, on or off? On, I think. I really haven't got the time. I was about to go what? and... What were you about to do? Uh, nothing. It was nothing. All right, well, I'll take your picture. It's easy. You just push the button. Is that all right? Well, we'll have to see, won't we? It appears like magic. Well, how does it... Here it comes. It's extraordinary. And some geezer, ain't I? You're not bad at this photo lock. Bloody hell, an artist as well as a poet. A poet? I've heard you reading stuff out. Are you practising for some kind of performance? No. No, I'm not. I write lyrics. Rock lyrics. Are you a rock musician? Yeah. Sort of. And a cowboy in spirit. You look like a cowboy. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I live my life like a rock star. I've had some strange experiences, though. Other people have been singing my lyrics. On the radio, on records. How did they get hold of them? That is something I'm currently investigating, amongst other things. Anyway, time for another photo. Do you really think I'm good at this? You're a natural. How about one for the album cover? Bro, you know my feelings about noise after 10pm. I've been celebrating, Mrs P. I had a very successful photo shoot this afternoon. What's wrong with you? Why are you swaying? I don't know what you mean. Stop it. Tell me what you've taken. I've just had a few pints. Crow, come back here. If you're taking drugs again, I'll have the police around. I'm warning you. Nothing to worry about. Keep it down. I don't want you bothering Johnny. doesn't want any more of your racket. Teeth brushed, <laughs> pyjamas fastened, slippers aligned next to bed. Don't like my racket, eh? What you been saying to Paskins? Teeth brushed, pyjamas fastened, slippers aligned next to bed. Come on, John, I know you're in there. Come out and say it to my face like a man. Earplugs. Where are my earplugs? Sod you, then. It's late. I suddenly feel very tired. Very restful, the sound of the sea. Hey, John. Help you get off to sleep. Trouble is, 
Me and the twins aren't getting any sleep. Isn't that right, girls? That's right, McKinney. The, the riddle's, riddle's keeping us awake. Any good at riddles, John? I'm having a few problems solving this one. Maybe you could help us out. Let's do the riddle! Let's do the riddle! We're warming this riddle under the griddle. We like to make sure it's hot in the middle. This is a riddle about a pie. It's funny to tell it. I don't know why. Here is a man who walks in the street. Here is a man who likes to eat meat. Here is a place where they serve things to eat. This is a man who's in for a treat. He looks to the east. He looks to the west. They're serving the meat that he likes the best. He doesn't eat piggies that live in a sty. Suckle me, suckle me, suckle me, sigh. He likes to eat birdies that fly in the sky. Flippity, flippity, flappity, fly. He looks at the waitress who brings him a glass. The waitress is saucy. She wiggles her arse. She says there is plenty of room at the inn. And plenty of gravy to run down his chin. He orders his favourite, cormorant pie. She says she'll be back in the wink of an eye. Riddle me, riddle me, cormorant pie. Riddle me, riddle me, by and by. It looks very tasty, it looks very nice. A little more pepper, a little more spice. It looks and it tastes a little like duck. It's got lovely bones for you to suck. Now this is the meat that he likes the most. So why does he look like he's just seen a ghost? How can we tell what makes him tick? He's going outside and he's going to be sick. He's got what he wanted, his lovely meat. So why then, oh why, did he puke in the street? The meat of the riddle, the riddle is why. Hey diddle diddle, the cormorant pie. Hey diddle diddle, the question is why. Fathom me, fathom me, fathom me, try. There must be some mystery. There must be some art. Pull it to pieces and pull it apart. The pie is all steamy. It smells like a fart. Liver and offal, offal and heart. We've got a riddle, a cormorant pie. The riddle, the question, the riddle is why. Ah! Oh, this is getting worse, not better. It's living next door to Mr. Crow. I'm getting distracted. I should have measured properly before I started. Where are my gloves? I can't believe I've been failing to dress properly. I have a white leather look prepare for important tasks. So where are they? They've got to be here. So many gloves and none of them the correct pair. It's two weeks since my last recording and things are getting pretty weird in Johnville. It started piling on the layers. At first, it was just an extra pair of trousers, that sort of thing. But this week, he's in double coats, jumpers, and even gloves. And something else. He's got a food phobia. To date, I have offered him a share of me fried bentos pie, two Mr. Kipling fondant fancies, some chicken madras, and a couple of eggs that are on the turn. He declined a lot. 
despite the Michelin Man exterior, is getting thinner and thinner. Also, and strangest of all, he stopped speaking to me. It's ever since I popped round to see him after Paskin slated me for being too loud. I can't understand it. However, although he doesn't fancy a chinway with me, I have heard him talking in his room. This could mean either A, he's had friends round, or B, he's talking to himself. I'm putting my money on option B, but I've no way of finding out till he stops giving me the silent treatment. Hang on. There's a disturbance downstairs. Get down off there. That's one of my good chairs you're standing on. I don't recall saying you could take it into the hall. What are you up to? Nothing. I was just measuring don't the... Don't give me nothing. You've been lurking here for the past ten minutes, and the second I go into my lounge, you're up on my chair. I only come back out because I knew you was up to something. What you got there? It's a tape measure, Mrs. Pastor. tape measure? What business is it of yours? What, what anything measures? It's my house. I don't want your funny behaviour in the hallway. It's downright creepy and I won't have it. You want to do some measuring in your room, that's your affair, but I don't want it down here. Of course, Mrs Paskins. I'll stick to measuring in my room. What are you measuring up there? I've changed my mind. I don't want you doing that neither. Why are you measuring at all? I don't like it. What possible reason could you have... If you think of bringing something large into this house... Oh, it's house, nothing like that. Your room comes fully furnished. I don't want you bringing furniture in here, bumping it up the stairs, scraping my paintwork, making a mess. I do apologise, Mrs Paskins. I'll go back to my room. I'll have that tape measure if you please. Uh, I'd rather not. Please let me go past, Mrs. Paskins. Not till you've handed over that tape measure, you won't. No, Mrs. Paskins, it's mine and you've no right to take it. No right? This is my house and what I say goes. I put up with a lot from you already, in my opinion, and I say you're not going back to your room till you hand me that bloody tape measure. Coming through! Crow, you gave me a start. Well, you can come down, but he's not going up. That's right, Mrs. P. He's not going upstairs. I must protest most strongly. Because he's coming out with me. Come on, John, get a move what? on. We're wasting valuable drinking what time. What are you doing with me? I'm rescuing you. Stick with me. See you later, Mrs. P. Well, I've, I've never known such a malarkey. <laughs> Paskins need to be handled with care, John. When the enemy feels cornered, it lashes out. But I need to measure the whole area, Mr Crow. It's very important. I'm sure it is. But you're going about it all wrong. Haven't you read The Art of War by Sun Tzu? What? No. Well, lucky for you, I have. Attack him where he is unprepared. Appear where you are not expected. Now, calm a vous and get that brandy down your neck. I don't normally drink alcohol, Mr Crow. There's nothing normal about tonight, John. Well done! You can open your eyes now, John. Last orders! OK. This is the plan. First, we'll knock these back, then we return to headquarters. I check Paskins has gone to bed, give you the all clear, and we do the deed. Any questions? Just one. What if she wakes up and finds us in the hall? 
Yeah, I thought of that. You pocket the tape measure, sharpish, and we say we're looking for something on the floor. That's very clever, Crow. <laughs> you think of everything. Thank you for helping me. Anything for a mate. John, what's the matter? Have you got something in your eye? I don't deserve this kindness. And make the tape measure. Where are you? Up here, on the chair. That's it. Pull it taut. Here, John, maybe switch the torch back on. Oh, of course. Sorry. Excellent. Right, that's three foot, four inches. Shh. I can hear something. It's okay. That's just my tummy rumbling. Are you happy, John? Got everything you need? Yes. Thank you. I'll put the chair back. Okay. Job well done. This calls for a nightcap in my room. Care to join me? Alright! We kick ass, man! Mission accomplished. Give me a high five, dude. No, not like that, John. Don't worry, mate. Just, just forget it. There you go. A crow special. Take a seat, John. Take a seat. I'll clear this stuff out of the way. Thank you for calling me a friend earlier. I don't deserve it. What are you saying, don't deserve it? Of course you do. You shouldn't say that, Crow. I'm not a good man. You are! I mean, alright, you're a bit odd. But you're the best neighbour I've ever had. The last bloke was a psycho. I have got a question, though. Yes? What's with all the rituals and that? I can't imagine what you're talking about. John, I can hear you through your wall. Oh, I think you're referring to my cures. Cures? Yes, they're to get rid of my bad dreams. So what are these dreams about? I think I should go to bed. It's getting late. Mr. Crow, I'd like to say after all your help tonight... Well, I truly am in your debt. Forget it, John. No, no, I won't forget it. I'd like to repay you at the earliest opportunity. John, you're a gen. All right, my friend. That was some trick we pulled off last night. You a bit hungover? A bowl of cornflakes usually does the trick for me. Uh, you haven't got any, have you? No... I need to go back to my room. Need to do one of your cures. No! Please don't discuss it out here. Someone could be listening. It's only you and me here. Everyone else was up and out hours ago. So is that what you're up to? A cure? I've already done it. Yeah? How'd it go? If you must know, not well. I could only remember fragments of the dream. I- I've lost concentration. You know, going out to the pub and everything. I thought that was the name of the game. Trying to forget them so don't get you down all day. I can't do the cure properly if I can't remember the dream. I, I feel most unsettled. You're a funny one, John. Things are looking up on the dreams front. You should be celebrating. We could have a drink on it. Oh, no. Uh, not a drink. Thank you. You have got a hangover, haven't you? You need to clear your head. I think I'll take you for a stroll on the pier. It's just what you need. With respect. 
What I need is to go back to my room, so if you'll excuse me, I- Sure, John, whatever. Um, just one thing. You know those great photos you took of me? Yes. I love them, but I thought they needed a better background for the album cover. I know what you mean. I, I had the same thought myself. The pier would make, like, the ideal location. I was hoping you'd take a few shots today when we went out. Uh, no, not today. Uh, another time, perhaps. Fair enough. It's just what you said last night about repaying me as soon as. For the help with Paskins in the hall and that. But doesn't matter. I apologise. It does matter. You called me a gent, and a gentleman is what I strive to be. I will come to the pier today and take your photograph. Yeah? Great! Let's get going! Here, John, what about a shot of the hat to it right over my face, Clint style? That looks very effective. Try putting your foot up on the deck chair. All right. Spoken like a true professional. Oh, look, John, we've got to get this in the frame. Can you make it look like the crocodiles on my shoulder? Just a few shots for the new album, girls. Uh, Crow, if you don't mind, could we move away from the Punch and Judy show? No problem, mate. Bit iffy about pop. Don't you find them menacing? Those dead eyes staring at you and never closing. Whoa, whoa, take it easy. They're just bits of wood, man. Just little bits of wood. Now that's who you want to stay clear of. Madame Ponderosa. Yeah, the fortune teller, John. Ever wondered how they can predict your future, eh? Never really thought about it. They don't want you to think about it. They're in cahoots with the government. Are they? The bald truth is they've got a dossier on every single person. They track our movements. What do you mean? How specific are these dossiers? Depends on the target in question. Now, me, for example, I reckon my dossier's huge. As I've already told you, my strange experiences have been too frequent to be random. But you're probably all right. You mean, I've got a smaller dossier? Yeah... But your association with me won't have gone unnoticed. It may have brought you under closer scrutiny. Surely not. <laughs> it's alright, John. I've got it covered. Everything's being recorded in my log. They'll never take us. You've got crow protection now, mate. Right. A change of pace, I think. Time for a ride on the waltzer. Looking very green around the gills, John. I'm just a bit dizzy. Not really your sort of thing, the waltzer. No, I don't think it was. Tell you what, let's go and get a cup of tea. There's a pie mash shop over there. I'll treat you. Oh, no, I don't eat pies. Well, I'll eat the pie. You can just have the tea. Come on, man, don't look so frightened. I'll worry about you, John. You don't eat nothing, man. Look at you, you're just skin and bone. What's wrong with you, mate? You're not any what's it, are you? I don't get very hungry these days. Crow. 
What do you know about the dossiers? Look, John, I don't want you worrying about this. I've told you, I'll protect you. But why do I need protection? What do they know? Now, I'm afraid that's top secret, but I've got evidence. What sort of evidence? Do you know something about me? What do you know? Call it, John. Not evidence against you. Evidence to back up my theories. Evidence against them. <laughs> what did you think I got? Photos of you measuring Paskin's hall? It's not funny. You don't understand. Hey, John! Hang about! We haven't paid! You can move at a fair old pace when you want to. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry if I freaked you out. I, I wanted us to have fun. We got some good shots, didn't we? Why don't we try a few more? I finished the film. Alright then. How about a trip on the ghost train? I believe in ghosts, crew. Oh, so do I. But in there it's just cobwebs and plastic skeletons. Bit of a con, really. Like me, then. You've gone all gloomy, haven't you? I can tell. I'm getting to know you better and better. And I don't know what would cheer you up. Forget the ghost train. Let's try our luck on the stalls. I think we're going to win something. Come on. I told ya! Come on, let's try the rifle range. I always like a go when I'm here. Hello, love. Can I have a quid's worth? Of course you can. What about your friend? Do you want to go, my lovely? Yeah. Why don't you, John? You might like it. What'd you say? I bet you're a good shot. Are you, John? John? I said, are you a good shot? Are you a good... Are you a... You heard the man, John. Are you a good shot? I'll answer that one, shall I? No, he's not! That was the problem, wasn't it? You were dying, McKinney. I had no choice. There's always a choice, John. You made the wrong one. I know that now. But I couldn't catch the cormorants. They were too slippery. What you did, it was disgusting. I know. I know I'm a bad person. What do you want from me, McKinney? I'm sorry. You know I'm sorry. Why you're always talking to me? It's the girls you should be talking to. You couldn't leave us alone, could you? Kept coming back day after day. You cannot look at them, can you? Go on. Address the girls for once. Be a man. Please, ladies, I... I'm so sorry, but you were both dead and we were alive. You terrible man! I preserved their bodies just long enough to serve them up for my dinner. Didn't eat much yourself, though, did he? My friend John, the butcher. I'm sorry! Slicing and chop, chop, chopping. Cooking them up. Till the juices ran clear. Please. One, two, one, two. Now what the hell's he doing here? He's never been 
but it's my dream. This is no dream, John. You're delirious. You might never wake up. This one's especially for my mate, John. I wrote it myself a couple of days ago. I want him to ponder the meaning because this song's about us, him and me, me and him. Piss off, crow boy. You're not wanted here. This so-called mate of yours fed me human flesh, and I want justice. It's true! It's horrible, but it's true! People are strange when you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Make it stop! Now this is unbloody bearable! Faces come out of the rain when you're strange. No one remembers your name when you're strange. When you're strange. Where'd they go? Don't know good music when they hear it. Looks like it's just you and me here. Just you and me. What's that? John? Can you hear me? I've got you home from the pier. John? It's alright. You're going to be okay. Crow? You're in my room. Uh, yeah. Uh, got the key off the string round your waist. Hope that's okay. And you've been playing your guitar. No, but I can knit next door and get it. Do you fancy a tune? No, it's fine. Mind you, you've been the one doing the entertaining. Talking away you were. It was very unusual. What did I say? You weren't making a lot of sense. Who's McKinney? Listen, Crow. I've got something important to tell you. Something I need to confess. Say something, Crow. Anything. You blow me away, man. And now you've told someone. It's time to move on. I can't. I can't forget it, Crow. You won't ever forget it, man. You don't forget something like that. What you did, it was the thing to do. It's what the Duke would have done. It's what Clint would have done. But is it what McKinney would have done? Don't matter. It wasn't his call. But now you've got to find McKinney and tell him what really happened. I can't. Yeah, you can. And I'm going to help you. Relax, John. This is my lucky phone box. I've had many a pleasant experience after a quick call from here. I don't even know if he's still in the area. That's what we're going to find out. Time was when all the directories would have been here, but they don't trust us with that sort of information anymore. Not in public places. I still don't think you should have stolen Mrs. Paskins. Only the mooks, John. Only the mooks. She's never going to miss a couple of pages, is she? I suppose not. Right. Let's make a start. It's ringing. Uh, hello? Are you the McKinney that got washed up on an island with my mate John? No? You're not a sailor then? Right. I'm trying to get hold of a sailor. What? Sort off, you cheeky git. I don't know if this is such a good idea. What are you talking about? I'm just getting started. Hello, love. 
Uh, any blokes there by the name of McKinney? Alright then. Sorry to bother you. Maybe we should just go home now. Hello? Other friend is looking for a Mr. McKinney. He's very shy, so I'm doing all the legwork for him. Yeah, really shy. He's called John. Thin, nervy, met you on an island. Yeah, that's the one. He's right here, I'll put him on. Uh, McKinney, can we call you back? He's fainted. Are you sure you're ready for this? I think so. That's what you said five minutes ago, and then you passed out again. Alright then. I'll be in charge of the coins. Hello there, John. Is that you? McKinney? After all this time. What happened to you at the harbour? One minute we were having a wee chat. Next thing you were running off like a rabbit. I know. So, you've been missing me. I can tell by the way you're chattering away there. Do you want me to tell him? No! I'm going to tell him. What's that you're saying? McKinney, back on the island, I did a terrible thing. I need to tell you. <laughs> you did a terrible thing when you tried to make me eat that bark. <laughs> Bloody near killed me. That was before you revealed your true identity, though, but... Uh, My true identity? Yeah! Dead-eyed dick. The big game hunter. Coming back with the goods every time. You're my hero, you know that. You saved my life. I never caught a cormorant. What? I never caught a cormorant. Not once. I tried. I really did. But I'm a poor shot, McKinney. I'm a terrible shot. Sorry, you're going to have to start making some sense, wee man. So, if we weren't eating cormorant, what were we eating? The twins. Hang on a sec. Speak up, John. We were eating the twins. It was human flesh. The two that washed up on the beach. Good God! I should have said, you must hate me. Well, well. Who'd have thought you had it in you? I knew you'd never catch anything with that shite catapult. <laughs> Good thinking, John! Ha 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 ha! Yeah, I'll tell you one thing, though. Yes? That's 20 quid you owe me. Wow! Last week's Mexican figs was a hard act to follow, but we've only gone and done it. <laughs> 10 out of 10 for La Bella Italia. Uh, it is good, isn't it? My favourite so far. Two galloping gourmets had better stop this cooking like I, I don't like it. I'd love to invite you in, Mrs. P, but there's none to spare. John's got such an appetite these days. How smells like a brew?
brothel. Turn up the music, John. We don't want to listen to her. Well, this song is familiar. Is it one of yours? It could be. I'm not entirely sure. Sometimes it gets a bit confusing who wrote what. This feels like it's one of mine. But it could be Jim's. Jim's. Jim Morrison. He's a bit of a hero of mine, so I don't mind if he wrote it or if he nicked it off me. That's a very gracious attitude. I do my best. John, I haven't wanted to ask, but well, how are your dreams? Any signs of the twins and muck you know who? No. The only thing I seem to dream about these days is our culinary voyage around the globe. So what's on the menu next week? I thought we might attempt cooking a Chinese meal. That's if we dine in your room again. John, you never have to ask me something like that. To you, my door is always open. (laughs) My door is always open to you. Well, except when it's locked. But you only have to knock and I'll open it, unless I'm having a very quiet day and then I might not answer. But it's nothing personal. In fact, Crow, if I'm going to answer the door to anyone at all, it will be you. Cheers, man. That means a lot. Cheers, Crow. Cormorant by Hill Cook and Sarah Hutchings. Directed by Catriona Ryan and produced by Emily Wright. With Ben Murray Watson as John. Mike Garnell as Crow and the Sailors. Anthony Sargent as McKinney. Lisa Cassidy and Catriona Ryan as the Twins. Joanna Watt as Mrs. Paskins and the Publican. And Lisa Cassidy as the Woman at the Fair. Cormorant was was recorded recorded at Quint Studios and engineered by Matt Walters and Andrew Kiprianu for the Wireless Theatre Company. Visit www.wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk for more free audio productions. And if you like what you hear, do tell your friends! Editing and music was by Lester Barry, and the song Ghosts was used with permission of Brooke Boothby at myspace.com. Inside.